The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You guys may have listened to the episode that Elizabeth interviewed me in. Don't worry, I only spiraled for three weeks trying to come for Eric Andre. Not a big deal. (laughs) And now we're flipping the script. I'm going to do an episode where I ask Elizabeth questions. She has no idea what's coming to her, and I have no idea what's coming to her either. No, just kidding. Thrilling content, guys. Listen, my first question has to do, obviously you're Elizabeth Cott. Please state your name and age, sex, location. Sure. My name is Elizabeth Mm -hmm. Schild Cott. Mm -hmm. And what's Schild? Schild is my mom's maiden name. Okay. And she was an only child, as am I. Mm -hmm. And she thought it was really important to continue her name into the world because at the time she didn't think she had any cousins. We found out later on. There was like a whole shield lineage. Wow. I proudly rock the shield. You rock it. And we learned that actually shield is like elevating your numerological power, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also like that it kind of sounds like my own design firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll like hire you. Stamp it on a business card. Honestly, babe, I see that Let's for your do future. It. I really, <laughs> I really see that for you. Just a classic business card. Yep. Well-chosen 90s. font. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we're living in this crazy time, obviously. And it seems like every day, every hour, you know, we're, we're just having so many different feelings and experiences and we're like new people. All of us, I think, yeah. are coming into this new thing. So really wanted to ask you to start off. I'm thinking of this interview as more of like a reflective interview. Okay. And I wanted okay. to ask you- A snapshot. Yeah, 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 if you will. And yeah. I wanted to ask you, I know you've been doing a lot of reflecting and journaling and meditating. And can you talk about kind of like the most pervasive feeling or experience that's been like coming up for you during like from the beginning of COVID to now? Like, is there like a theme or something that you're really just like chewing on within yourself? There's a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. I think it, and it obviously changes on, on the day where I am in my cycle, you mm-hmm. know, all the all the things that affect where our heads are at. I'll speak on like a personal, my own self level first. And then obviously there's there's a lot of bigger world themes. But I want to know about you. Like I know about okay. the world and I, and I see okay. the world, but I want to know how you're processing. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that I really, really have tuned into is how I talk to myself. Mm. What I think about myself the dialogue around, like in my head, like I I realized, and this is a little bit of the work through what we we work, you know, with our life coaches with Handel and that, that practice has been really helpful as framework, but to kind of like be the jump off for this. But I realized like the self-criticism, it really needed to get in check. Mm-hmm. Um, judgments, Like, I'm a very judgmental person. Mm. Saying that out loud is very important for me to admit so that I can, again, name it and, like, 
kind of work on abolishing it. Judgmental about what? Because like you're you're talking about like the self-talk, not like towards other yeah. people. But maybe both. It actually bleeds into other things as well. But like really what it is, is like the the being highly critical of myself realized that like it it actually affects my relationships and it actually affects my ability to feel free within my own body, within mm. my own mind. And just like getting real with myself is that being a true thing was the first thing in just like lessening its hold on me. I wonder for you, it's like, would you classify this as really being like so hard on yourself? Like that's the judgment. Like you don't want to be, like I find myself being really compassionate towards other people's humanity and mistakes and messiness. And then when it comes to my own, I like feel like I don't give myself any room to just like fuck up. And I feel like you're kind of just speaking to that. And it falls into like, if you name a thing, I could tell you how these tendencies that I've been working on have like might have affected it. Like it's really, I can apply it to anything, but I have to tell you, like once you can just be like, okay, like I'm a judgmental person and it cripples me that it instantly, almost instantly will take that, that crippling weight away and allow for the work to be in. Cause it's, it's, it's not about shitting on yourself. It's about like, being like, stop being so shitty to yourself by acting this way or thinking this way or like having a thought process that tends to always move into that way. And so I feel so free from that now. Like I really do like just naming it. And it's so like standard self-help bullshit talk that I always try to kind of, that I always judge. Yeah. There, there we go. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Give me an example of something like, because I, I feel like I know what you're describing because I, I actually resonate really deeply and feel like I'm going through the exact same thing in a different way. Uh-huh. But like, can you give me an example of something? Because I feel like it would help for people to relate it to themselves. Like an example of something that you would have been self-critical about and now you're kind of like, it's it's okay. Like mm. I forgive and I love myself through that. The pressure of an example. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> let me think recently. You know, like, Oh, this is so mundane, but this is something that has been so freeing. It's like I always kind of have to like plan. What's the next thing? Like strategy. Like what's the day going to look like? What's all, you know, what's the plan? Can't like I can't do that until the, the my space is cleared or like kind of just it's a control thing. It's a need to be like on a schedule, need to be in control. And even in the most non-scheduled environment that we've ever experienced as a collective, it awoke in a way that was like, oh, this is an this is something that needs to be looked at. And so we can like lessen it in a major way. It's like you're programmed to be like that so that you can keep up with like a world that is moving so much more quickly than yourself. So that when you can't keep up with that self, you're judgmental because you think it's you. But I think what we're realizing is that it's actually was the world. But just because that yeah. goes away doesn't mean that all of the ways that it like fucking hits you. Right. Just disappears. Just how I like to keep my space and like how judgmental I am. You know, we are from the school of thought that like your your space around you is the living vision board and it reflects your your inner mind and all of that. And I'm so here for that. And I agree with that. But there's a point where you just need to like enjoy the fucking mess and not be so fucking critical of yourself that like, Things are out of order or, you know, the shelves aren't hung for five months, which is just a personal thing that I don't, you know, like just like leaning into it and feeling 
okay with it. And there's, I don't know, it's been really empowering and it's been, you know, it's almost like this metaphor of like kind of like swimming in your shit a little bit and being fine with it. I like that. I actually pulled, I did a tarot spread yesterday and I pulled the judgment card for one of like the journeys that I was on. And then Mm -hmm. I looked it up and it's actually a card that translates to forgiveness. So I thought that was like really beautiful where it's like you pull judgment and the only way through it is through forgiveness. So I offer that to you. Couldn't be more accurate. It really is. It's you have to just forgive yourself. Everything softens. Do you find that in your awareness of judgments, like it's shifted the relationship dynamic that you have with your partner? Oh, yeah. I mean, this has been... Such a wild time, I think. I know for whether you're single, it's like one wild ride. And if you're in a relationship, like it is, I said this at the beginning. I was like, I feel like this is going to weirdly like speed up a relationship. I feel like I'm in year 20. Yeah. <laughs> like Joey and I joke, we're like, we're a retired couple. Yeah. Like it is bizarre. Yeah. It's beautiful. But like, there's just been so, there's been a lot of, work around communicating that I don't think that we would have ever gotten to that level had it not or like this quickly five years in I mean it's like just such a deeper level of communication and partnership and holding it down for the other person because like the emotions are different than they would have been but it's been really in my particular case I, I you know Joey is such a special human to begin with that you know, it's been overall really special and bonding and like on a whole other level that I never really thought that five years into a relationship, you could get to like this type of like bonded partnership. The day to day of of the uncertainty of what's we've experienced the past few months. For me, I like to process things by myself. I really like to be able like and it was really challenging for me to do that with somebody else in view or even who wanted to like be there. If it were up to me, I would not talk. I would just kind of shut off. Just that little thing of just, like being out of my comfort zone in with that little aspect of it. Big growth for me personally. You know, it's interesting because I feel like with people as far as like partnerships or singleness is concerned, like during this time, like the grass is kind of always greener because Either way, we're being presented with like a very interesting type of challenge. And I think just hearing you talk about your challenge and thinking about myself being single and kind of thinking back over the years of like, you know, what we've had read our astrology wise. And it's like, it's interesting because I think we're given what we need right now in a really like dark kind of twisted underworld type of way, because you're the type of person who wants to be alone to process and you're being forced to process in partnership and I'm being, and I'm the type of person who wants to process in partnership and I'm being forced to process alone. And it's like, you're just being called to like a new depth of your own being so that it's, it's just incredible spiritual growth. Certainly a new depth. That is the word. Like I'm hitting parts of myself that I was like, I did not know I could even do this. (laughs) Like, holy, like, wow. I just feel like it's important to hear you speak of the partnership challenges just because there are so many single people that are out there and going through, you know, 
that journey or going through the the thing with their partner. And it's like, look, like the, the non-judgment aspect is the most critical. She's the theme, honey. Is the theme. <laughs> like it is, it's, I think that like with Joey and I, we had a great foundation coming into this. So that really helped us. It doesn't matter. It's still hard. <laughs> totally. I mean, you're with someone like 24 seven. That's insane. It's wild. Like that's not normal. <laughs> I told you this, that like, you know, we were butting heads and- Two Tauruses, just bolt Yeah, just bolt And but And one thing that's been really great is strengthening our communication because really there's no other option because we're here. I don't think I've ever felt like intimidated by having hard conversations in the relationship. I think when we started, I was kind of like, I want to come at this in my full self and be in my full truth. Yeah. And so like that really set the tone. So it it wasn't hard. I don't want to say the word easy, but just spilling our hearts has been on the table And even when, you know, I was feeling really challenged by just everything and, you know, being able to just truthfully say like, hey, this feels hard and I'm, I'm challenged by being around each other all the time because I, what we have is so special to me. And I feel like, you know, when we're both short with each other or, you know, when we're just, you know, when you're just like off kilter with somebody it's really hard to get back without some space. Taking a drive and going to visit his parents for a couple of days. And then he came back and I was like, oh yeah, I love you. You're the, my favorite person. Yeah, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and that was all it needed really. But so that is just like my biggest advice. Like I know not everyone can like get in the car and drive to their family's house, but like even just taking, you know, I'm a big fan of the silent retreat at home. You know, like anything you can do to like just, Give yourself a little space, a little challenging to be like, hey, I need to not be around you for a couple of days and then I think I'll be good. I could imagine the mental the mental gymnastics that you had to do in your mind to be like saying that without being like a complete asshole. At that point, it was pretty easy. <laughs> I was just like, here's what I'm dealing with. Get the fuck and, out. <laughs> but, you know, it's great. And, you know, after that, everything reset perfectly. And back in business. Perfect. So, but yeah, I mean, it's not easy any way. Like I think about my parents who've been married 50 years and they're like, we're not used to being around each other this much. Like we're used to having our our separate lives. Yeah. That is so fucking funny to think about. Like, like we're getting like the experience of a lifetime in like four months. It's like, I mean, it's just, wow. I kind of, I'm kind of grateful because I feel like it's like arming us as these like spiritual, emotional, like physical warriors. Like I've never been more motivated to like get my shit together. And I don't mean like my papers and my fucking monies and my, I don't mean that. I mean like literally like what are the corners of myself that I have easily foregone with distraction? And it's with relationship, I think that that almost makes it more obvious because there's a person right there being like, Here's a corner. <laughs> oh, there's oh, there's a mirror. Yeah. Oh, that mirror. Can we can we put a <laughs> sheet over your head for a second? Because you're. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's take a time out from talking about you, Elizabeth, to thank one of our partners today, who is actually adjacent to your former life as a style person. A style person. Yes, that was the official 
job title. Since you do have that expertise, why don't you speak a little to this partnership? Stitch Fix is a personal styling company that brings you the world of fashion and style. And it's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love. It's all about you. Every time my only childness is just awoken with that statement. So the thing that's really cool about the Stitch Fix concept is Once you start an account, you go online and you kind of fill out your preferences. So they have a a kind of like a fun self-assessment of your style, everything from clothes to shoes, accessories. And from there, they then have a personal stylist kind of put together what they called a fix. So you pay $20 styling fee for each fix, which is credited towards anything you end up keeping. And you can schedule it anytime. There's no subscription required. Plus shipping and returns and exchanges are easy and free. And I had so much fun on the site. I love that they do the hard work for you, making styling effortless. And like, I feel like it's also good, like a gift for like a mom type situation. And they have men and kids. So if you have like, for instance, like I know a lot of women struggle with the style of a man in their life and wanting to like handle maybe like a, maybe like an aesthetic makeover. This I think is a really great option because you don't really have to get your hands dirty. You can just pass a link. And another thing that I really enjoyed is they have add-ons for like cozy, loungy nightwear or undergarments or socks even from like Casabella and Free People. And so I did a few add-ons too when I, when I used the service and I really appreciated. I love a I love an add-on option. Same. So guys, if this sounds fun for you, get started at stitchfix.com slash retrograde and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything that's in your fix. That's stitchfix, S-T-I-T-C-H fix, F-I-X.com slash retrograde. Go to town. Have fun. Go to town. Love an internet deep dive of this of this variety, especially during this time. And you know what I also love? Talking about me. That's right. So let's get back to this episode. <laughs> um, okay. So let's shift gears to something a little bit more light. Staying in quar time, staying current. What new hobbies have you picked up during this time? I don't know if gardening is new. I knew you were going to say gardening. My, I was literally like, she's going to say gardening. Because you know my heart, Steph Simbari. So I did this thing where I tend to like, you know this about me, I always rearrange furniture. I My last place, I literally had it with the same pieces in it, probably 45 different, different layouts. At this point where I'm like, it's a little bit of a problem. Like I need to chill. So I like moved it into my backyard <laughs> and rearranged the whole backyard. But I did this kind of exercise where I was like, I'm not going to buy anything new. I'm going to take from like whatever we have in the house already and kind of like recreate this space. So I kind of had some fun with those parameters. So I replanted, you know, I, I just replanted a lot of things, transferred things, relocated them. You're grounding. Yeah. Rearranged the, the furniture layout, used like different blankets that we had that were kind of like older that I was like, oh, I want to repurpose these and kind of use them as kind of like washable coverings for the furniture. It looks cute. I'm in, I'm into it. I'm happy with it. This kind of ties into my next question, which is what is sparking joy for you right now? So Sparking joy right now is waking up and not having anything in the calendar. I've never experienced that in my entire life to the point of it feeling like somewhat uncomfortable, but I'm trying to celebrate how uncomfortable that feels. 
to try to to try to soften that. But yeah, I haven't taken this much time off in my entire career. Same. Of 12, yeah. It, so it feels really weird, but I feel like if there's ever a time to just like shut it off, it's July of 2020. <laughs> it just feels like you're not missing much. Take it for one, please. Um, <laughs> I feel the same. And I think it's kind of interesting because with the space of not having things to do, it sort of makes you able to tap into your imagination more, your creativity, because there's nothing immediately needing to get done. So then you can kind of go back into the more resources, more like feminine areas of your brain and your heart and be like, okay, like, what is it? So here's a question with that. Maybe you're not here yet, but I'll just throw it to you. What are you currently manifesting? I'm kind of like getting comfortable in the moment. It feels like a very strange time to look to the future. But I I think I'm more in like an imagination phase. Like I've been Mm -hmm. looking at just like thinking about what it would be like to not live in LA full time and kind of reimagining the structure in which things were is no longer. Mm -hmm. So I'm more so, I think, allowing myself to think outside those parameters that we realize were, you know, pretty much self self-inflicted. Totally. But yeah, just imagine. I'm in an imagination phase. I don't know if I've like landed on a what's next. I feel like for manifesting, it's like the first thing that you need to even land on is like, for me, it's like a feeling. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't even need to be like, what do you want to create next? But it's like with everything that you've learned and everything that you've gathered and every, the person that you've become, like what's the next feeling that you want to cultivate in order to like awaken the next part of your physical career, creative, personal journey. Like it's just, even asking those questions is like, it's a fun exercise. Like it is. And even just to have the space yeah, to do like a, a fun mental dance that has no weight feels like such a gift right now. So on the journey of getting there, how do you connect with yourself, your spirit, your guidance, your faith, your shamanism? What are your Ooh. spiritual practices that get you Get, get me going. Into your alignment so you can even go into the space of authentic exploration. Yeah. Well, I luckily, definitely throughout this time, especially that like barrier to entry around meditation has completely dissipated. Like it is not, it, it for so long, it was like, okay, I got to make sure I meditate. And like, that was like- It was like a job. There's no tightness around it anymore. It's just is something that makes me feel really good after I do it. That's kind of all it needs to have become just a mainstay. I walk like once or twice a day, listening to a podcast or listening to music. I talked on the show, I have like a three song minimum just to like get my body moving or like the very few play dates I have involved walking around the neighborhood. So that's been really nice. And when I've not done that, I've definitely noticed a mental difference. Um, journal speak has been, a, obviously we've spoken about it a lot on the show. I honestly feel like it's the biggest game changer. of <sighs> It's huge. It's huge. And those feel really simple, but really that and just like cooking. Those are, it's just like the very, very bare basics. I wish I had some like really over the top fun thing to report. The sentence that I keep thinking of during this time and in, in my refusal to sink into a dark depression and commitment to figuring out the blessing is 
magic in the mundane, mm-hmm. doing very mundane things and finding them very enjoyable and uplifting. I think that is really, I mean, if you can't have fun in your house at this point, you're fucked. Yeah. No, I could like, honestly, I could have a million adventures here, which is a gift. In this corner, I do this. In this corner, I do There's, this. In the center of the room, I bounce and dance. In this corner, I do that. Totally. It's really that. It's really that. Um, I've taken a little step back from like my workouts. I was doing L.E.K. and Ryan Heffington pretty religiously. And the past month, I've just been like, you know what? I'm walking and that's the best time I can do at the moment. I can't get hard for workout classes right now. Thank you for saying that. It's not making my tits hard either in any capacity. But I will say I bought Bala wrist I need those. And I walk around my neighborhood with my wrist weights on, just circling my arms and doing punching the air. I do this while I walk. I like move my arms in and out. Oh, like a dancer? Yeah, like kind of like a like a, a stressed out gymnast. Like you're holding a watermelon and doing, or like you're holding a grapefruit and do- Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I just walk around the like, You're going to die for the weight. Yeah, I need They're them. like, they make such a difference. I think they'll really elevate the, the weird arm exercises that I'm doing while I'm walking. And then, you know, honestly, I've taken it upon myself to figure out what the best bath Salts are out on the market. <laughs> Give us a tip. Okay, wait, wait. Actually, hold on, hold on. This is my next question. So I'm asking you for Taurus wisdom, Taurian wisdom, creatures of comfort, luxury, beauty. So okay. most essential piece or experience, I'll start with bathroom, but I, bathroom I wrote two because I knew you were going to have two different answers, one for bath time and one for FaceTime. Yeah. So give me the first bath answer. You no, know, I could write like a, th- a three-part novel on all of this. No, so. but this is most essential. Okay, for the bath, there's a few that I really like. I think if I was like, if I want to like treat myself, the Prima Bath Gem, which is like a- Chef's Kiss. S- chef's Kiss every day. It is- such an amazing product. I've used it when I've been um, really sore. And then I've used it also when I've just like want to luxuriate. And it makes your skin so soft afterwards, but it also helps with your muscles. And I would say that my second place for that is the Lord Jones CBD bath salts. So worth the mm-hmm. investment. Both of those are like an investment, but I'm not leaving the house. So I'm like, I'm going to make the bath bougie. Okay. Yeah, think of it as your Friday night dinner plan. Yes, exactly. And then post-bath, I really love Osea. Is it Osea or is it Osea? I think it's Osea. Okay. They have this anti-aging body balm, but it's like a, it has like kind of an exfoliating texture plus an oil, and it is the best thing after a bath ever. Honorable mention to their V-Cleanse. They have like a special- Vagine? Wash for your vagina that I think every woman should have in their arsenal. It's a special spot. We should be tending to it as such. I truly believe that. Most essential piece for an outfit. The hero piece, if you will. You taught me that. The hero piece. Well, where are we going? Are we hanging at home? Well, I'll tell you, I spent- Three days straight looking for the best sweatpants suit online. (laughs) Truly. What did you find? Okay. So, so people, I don't know if people know this. I helped launch a company called Cotton Citizen. They don't know that. Which is a men's and women's luxury apparel line, like luxury cozies is what I'll call it. Had a falling out with them. Can I just say that like 
your days in Cotton Citizen, it's not that I took them for granted, but I didn't really know how good we had it. We really it. had it like, good. We were getting some good ass clothes out of it. And that. it really didn't end well between me and no. that. They <laughs> were not kind to me. And it was, I was oh, very salty for many years. But I was like, should I like clear the energy and buy something from them? Ooh. So I'm kind of thinking about that just for my own uplifting my own judgmental ass. But what about Mad Happy? They're great. So I was kind of wanting to not spend $400 for a sweatsuit. So that is what respect. shifted. <laughs> respect. respect. So that shifted my energy. I'll tell you what I found. And I ordered them and they haven't come yet. But Aritzia, we, we love them. We wear oh, them all the time. We love. For live stuff. <laughs> Tear. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but they have a really amazing, exceptional range. They have like th- four different sweatpants styles, four different cuts of sweatshirts, all these different colors. I really feel like the sweatsuit, the time is is now. I'm well. <laughs> <laughs> that, so that would be my answer. That's my long-winded answer. It's all like, it's cozy. post corn. it is like still cozy forever. I don't know what I'm going to do with, with the high heels the um, the massive amount of high heels that I have in my closet. They are, I can't imagine anybody would want them. That feels Sometimes insane. I just wear my boots around the house because I'm like, I want to feel like I have a personality. Oh, I've gone full croc. So I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the most essential piece for a house? Someone who's designing a house or trying to, whatever. What first thing comes to mind? The first thing that came to mind is like a cozy nook. Yeah, okay. I'm sitting in one of them right now. I'm really big into eyeline angles. So I like there to be like a little, like every place that you sit, you kind of see another place that looks inviting. So I think that a a little in the form of a nook that can be nicely accomplished. So how would you recommend someone going about forming a nook? I think pillows are essential. Seating is essential. Nice lighting. You know, learn from Megan Wallace James. She's so specific about light bulbs in particular and like changing them out through the season. And I've totally adopted that. And I I love a lighting concept. Like at night, like I always joke. So I where I'm sitting right now is where we record because Joey also does a few podcasts. So this is our intellectual nook. Then there's the cozy nook where we watch TV. And it's like, okay. there's just little, so I like there to be little areas. It's an open floor pan, but there's so many options, like so many adventures to be had. Quick fire, ready? Because we know she loves a quick fire. Birthplace. Los Angeles. Star sign, sun sign. Taurus. Moon sign. Taurus. Rising sign. Scorpio. Yes! yes! Oh my God, I don't think I've ever gotten that all right. That's bleak. I was like, I'm going to ask her this because it's a trick. It's, it's a, a test and it's a trick. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. I was like, should I ask her her Mercury? But I don't know it, so I can't. Okay, what was your favorite music when you were a kid? Rent soundtrack. Take me for what I am. So I wasn't like cool when it came to to like pop music and all of that stuff. My my, I come from a classical music family, so it was classical music all the time. So my the Chopin, on yeah, repeat. for sure. So my kind of way into music with words was Broadway soundtracks. So Mm. I had, and my mom was- A little ally queen. My mom was so amazing. She made sure that I saw every movie musical that existed 
by the time by the time I could like comprehend what I was seeing on screen. So I was just like a musical theater freak in my bedroom, just like in the mirror singing all the songs. What was your favorite? Chorus line. Besides Rent. Chorus line. Chorus line. That was like my, the first time I, I will never forget the first time I heard Nally one, my entire body like got chills and it's still, I still get teary eyed thinking about it. It's such an uh, incredible the whole show is such a special piece. Can you give us a little one singular sensation? Every little step she takes, you know, I'll go there. Every little step she takes. Yes. They yeah. um, keep going. Really, <laughs> bonus episode. My heart, it was always with that. One of the things I've landed on is after all of this subsides with things being shut down, I need to get back to seeing live shows. It is crucial. If you were a chorus line as a kid, who are you now? What's your favorite music now? Ooh, I'm so across the board. I think like lately I've been listening to, like I like to put on a song I like and then kind of see where like the Spotify radio station takes me. So like Earlier, I was listening to Paul Simon, Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes, and went on like a radio journey. So it was like Joni Mitchell and, you know, that sort of energy. But it just kind of depends. I'm trying to think. I'm not really in on like new music, not in the car on discovering stuff. Favorite new cannabis product? Oh, how much time do we have? Okay, so you got me in. It's a quick fire. You got me into these Drew Martin joints that I've since oh my God. recreated because I'm so, okay, so there are these low, so most joints have anywhere from like 17 to 22% THC. These I've seen up to like 30. They're high up there. So these Drew Martin ones have like 7 to 9% THC. So you can enjoy it. And there's no CBD in them. I find when I smoke CBD, it gives me a headache. So I'm very adverse to that. But these Drew Martin ones, it's a botanical blend. And the one that's rose petals and peppermint is like so good. I've been recommending them to everybody. And then I found this brand online that's out of Brooklyn. It's called Dropping Seeds. It's an herbal blend as well that you can make a tea out of. You can soak in a bath of. You can vape or you can smoke it. So mix this with a little bit of cannabis, roll it in a joint, and it's like so nice and you don't feel too stoned. It's like just a really nice chill, um, forget about the realities of the world energy that I think we could all use right now. Totally. I love that. Okay. Um, favorite online shopping destination? Not really buying that much, obviously, at the moment, but it's always fun to look. My Apple reader on my iPad, you can kind of have it, like, you can subscribe to different websites. So from there, I have the Who What Where UK and the Who What Where US. And so I always read their stories, and they do an incredible job of kind of, like, finding anything cool on the internet. And then I kind of hop around from there. Cool. Okay. Last, I have two more questions. Last one. This is the last quick fire. Most recent binge on the internet. Oh my God. Did you watch Walter Mercado? Yes. Oh, did you love? I loved it. I loved it so much. And, you know, I, Alana, who's going to be on our show, Joey's sister, her and her friends got me into him because uh, every year on New Year's Eve, he puts out this list of like based off of your sign, like what you little ritual you should do. And they're always like 
a little odd and like very specific. So it's like, if you're a Taurus, you need to light a green candle and you need to find like a certain color flower and you need to, you know, it's, it's like find a stone of this color and it's really cool. So they would always tell me what mine was every year. So I had a little bit of a, of an intro to him before I saw the doc. So I loved the documentary so much. I'm trying to, I feel like there's something that I have been watching that I really have been into, but I, you know, I'm really into below deck right now. It's good. (laughs) Okay. Is that on Bravo? Yeah. It's on Bravo. Wait, didn't you once see one of those like captains? Yeah, Captain Sandy. I was so excited. She, she remains wonderful this season. That's hilarious. First of all, I want to thank you so much for sharing with us here today. Oh, my pleasure. I was wondering, since you've taken so much time off, since you've taken so much time (laughs) off, no, um, since, you know, we've, we've slowed down, not only just in the last few weeks, but just everything that we've been discussing, what do you feel like is your biggest lesson in all the years of doing that so retrograde? Wow. Trust your instincts. I think that that, I would hope that the people that we bring on help help inform that as well. But I also think just like on a personal level, an instinctual act to, to create the show and every, every growth spurt, every setback, every single thing just always went back to like what our instincts are telling us. And it has served me really well. And anytime I've not listened to that, I've always regretted it. It's an ongoing lesson that I will probably continue to relearn over and over again. Well, I just think it's so great because it's like, once you can learn to trust your instincts then, and you have like evidence, which you have now that your instincts were correct, that this could be a successful thing, that it was in alignment, you know what that feels like. So then when you try to do anything else, you're very clear on whether it's for you or maybe just an idea for somebody else. Exactly. Trust your instincts. Trust your instincts, kids. That's all I have for you today, my friend. How fun. What a fun show. It was so fun. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share? Anything to get off your chest? Or we feel like we got it in? To our listeners, like I know that there's a million things you could be spending your time uh, listening to, watching. And I am truly honored that this show gets to join people in their lives and, and, and be something that people take their time to, to hopefully enjoy. So I am, I am well aware of the, the million other things that could be listened to. So the fact that you take your time to listen to Steph and myself and our guests really is not lost on me. It it is such a gift. So thank you. Tell our listeners where they can find you. I don't know. I'm not on the internet right now. I don't know if I'm going to be coming back anytime soon, but you can always email us at hi at that's so retrograde. All right, friends. Thank you, Elizabeth and namaste listening. Thanks, Steph. I love you. Yes, that's so retrograde.